what did I just say? Hey, hey guys, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And, and we're, we're too, too drunk to trap. That was really close. You did so great. Fuck you, Krista. I'm sorry. Oh, Krista. You know what? No, Krista, I love you, but sometimes people need to do what they have to do for themselves, okay? Okay. We had to get it close to right once. At least once. I don't know. Maybe we don't even have to do it again. Maybe this is it. Uh, is that really? That's how we're that's starting how, this? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay, guys. This episode is called What Little Girls Are Made Of. And it features exactly zero little girls. No, everybody's a total adult. Every single person is an adult. And two of them are women. Yeah. So, adult women. Adult, very adult <laughs> yep. women. Super adult women. Little girls. You can tell by their dresses, they damn well not better be little girls. Yeah, because that would be a really weird outfit to put on a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, we start the episode and there's a blue planet on a screen and Kirk's like calling out to all section security check on the radio and and then you see Christine. I don't know if you guys remember her, but she's also very young Luxwana. She is, uh, I've already forgotten the actress's name because I'm very bad at things. It's uh, Jean Roddenberry's wife. Yeah, that, it's that one. That's, so, what's, that's important. I, I feel like it's more important what her actual name is because she shouldn't probably be identified as the man she's married to. Uh, you're not wrong, but... <laughs> Guess what's happening anyhow, Sarah? Uh, I don't remember her name. She yeah. definitely deserves to be called by her she name. She absolutely deserves her own name and not just Jean Roddenberry's wife, but also she is Majel. Majel, Majel Barrett Roddenberry. Yeah. Yeah. Majel. Majel. There we go. We got it. We got it there. <laughs> we got it there. And she um she played Christine. She was she worked with Bones in a previous episode. And she had gray hair at that time. Her her hair is more blonde this episode. Uh, but blonde. Kirk is talking to her. And she just happens to be on the bridge for what they're going to this planet for. And he brings up that uh, she left a career in bio research to take a job on a starship. They start talking about why they're there. And they're looking for this man named Corby. And she's like talking about how she's very... She believes he's still alive on this planet, um, mm -hmm. but he disappeared a few years ago that I'm sure they said, and I five. don't remember. Five years ago. Yep. Thank you. Five. Yep. <laughs> um, Roger disappeared five years ago. It's in my notes. I got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, she says he's a very determined man. I'm sure he would find a way to live. And then Kirk kind of goes over and starts talking to Spock, and Spock's talking about all these books that Corby wrote. Um, and it turns out they were uh, required reading at the Academy. So Kirk's very familiar with the man and his writings and his work. Um, this section to me was so boring. I didn't note it at all. It didn't, no effect on me. Because I jumped right really to dumb. the next part. I, yeah, it was I'm trying to explain dry. what's happening. And it's like, oh, it was pointless. Yeah. So he's talking about it was required reading. And then yep. uh, yeah. her is not getting a signal from the planet. Uh, they're pretty sure someone's down there. Or at least Christine believes that he is. Uh, but two they, expeditions have failed. Yeah. They've, they've done two yeah, expeditions and nobody's come up with anything. And so her is trying all the frequencies. And she's like, I did, I did all of them twice and nothing and is coming up. Like, I can't get through to anybody at all. But then 
but then yeah he like calls them yeah they're and they're like oh wait we're getting a signal now see it ends up being corby and he announces himself and kirk's like oh hey like glad you're still alive how cool is this and then he's like, well, we're going to beam down and we've got someone. And then he's like, I'm going to make an unusual request. And this is really good because for once, Kirk got cut off. Yeah, Kirk did not get to finish a sentence, even though he was really excited about what he was going to say. Yeah. He, they, Kirby was like, oh, I've got, I'm going to talk to you. He was like, that's nice, whatever you're going to say. But instead, I just want you to beam down by yourself. And then Kirk's like, what? And then Spock's like, that's unusual. And then Kirk yeah. tells him, like, well, I've got Christine on board, which was Corby's ex-fiance. And then Not ex, like, current. They make it very plain that that's the current fiance. And that's why she didn't pursue her career in bio whatever, <gasps> is because she wanted to... Years? Yeah. She would, that's, that's what they said. That, that's why she chose to be on a start, because he asked her... I don't even know when this, this could be later. I don't know. But he asked her like, why did you come on a starship? And then she was like, I know he's out there somewhere. So, something really corny and stupid. Cause she obviously could have stayed on the planet earth and been like a super great scientist, but she chose to go onto a starship instead. So she could find some dumb boy. Yeah. She gave up that career in, in bio research. Yeah. For some yeah. dumb boy. Oh God. And he is dumb. So an old actually he's not even a boy he's real fucking old it's true so anyway that's a thing that happened um but he does sound very excited that christine's gonna come down to the planet as well and then they leave the bridge and you get i mean for me it was nice but it seemed a bit gratuitous you just see most of her as butt cheek like just there like her skirt was extra short today she for so and this it actually doesn't make any sense at all because we have seen Christine in previous episodes and she is um always with bones and that you know they seem to have a very cordial relationship, whatever. We've never seen her and O'Hara interact, but for some reason Christine is walking out of the bridge, like she's getting onto the elevator, and O'Hara is standing and she like kisses her on the cheek. And she's like, she twists her body in a way. So you just see like pure ass cheek. And, and the, the whole interaction doesn't make a lot of sense. Unless it was like, how can we get to see Ohara's ass? How much ass? We'll see. How and can we do that? I'm not going to lie to you, Carrie. I don't remember anything except for Ohara's butt cheek. Like oh. it was just like so sometimes in the it, screen. It doesn't happen often, but sometimes listen to Carrie. And not Sarah, because <laughs> Sarah has just seen a fine ass. And she doesn't remember what happened. <laughs> I just saw that fine, fine ass. Yeah. And she just saw some fine ass. And, you know, it's not my fault because there's some very attractive people in the show, and they're usually put in very short skirts or uh, something else that we're going to talk about later. So. <laughs> um they, they beam down to the planet <laughs> i just want to i i want to point out right now you say very attractive people but you only mean women <laughs> you, you, i know you're trying to be like all inclusive but no so far at no point in time has been has sarah been like that is a fine looking man in his high waters 
I did. <laughs> I want to point out that I did say that Spock was rather attractive when he was younger. Yes. Um, that was only today. <laughs> like, that was half an hour ago. And <laughs> after watching this many episodes where Spock is always in them, today, 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 Sarah was like, yeah, you know, I guess I get it. I get it. Like, it's, I get it. But if O'Hara's ass cheek is on the screen, she forgets everything that happened. Like, just pointing that out. That's reality. Um, they dress <laughs> the women a lot better. Like, two they inch do. shorter skirt is way better than two inch shorter pants. And that's it's, just a lot. <laughs> like, that's uh, so fair. Like, yeah. I mean, do you think that's why they did that? They were like, well, if the girl skirts are going to be like four <laughs> inches too short, maybe the pants got to follow suit. Like, Equality! Really? <laughs> High waters are not cool. No. No. Thanks, right. Star Trek. Okay, continue. Let's go. Let's go. I'm on it. Of the planet. They are standing on this snow planet in front of a window. No problem, Sarah. <laughs> like, it's a very strange setup that I don't understand. And the walls are made of crystalline styrofoam rocks. Styrofoam. And there's nobody Purple there. lights. There's purple lights everywhere. Purple and red lights. It's a very strange planet. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, they did say that on this planet, it's like negative 100 degrees below zero. Which, which we is... learned previously doesn't kill humans. <laughs> doesn't so mean you die. Yeah, it's fucking fine, even if they were outside. Doesn't yeah. matter. They weren't technically Star outside, though, Because there's these caverns that are on the planet uh, that, I guess, is where they last got a message from Corby. Um, and I think yeah. they are, like, like thermo-heated, like, because they're underground, you know. They start calling out to, out for Corby. Um, and there's no answer, so Kirk does the logical thing at this point, and he calls for um, some security backup. And who comes, Carrie? Who comes? Um, Matthews and some other guy in a red shirt. They're red, they're shirts. red shirts. We're red we shirts. got two red shirts. It's so exciting. Um, and they decide to go look for Corby. And there is a point here. I wrote down tiny waist hip out because Christine is definitely wearing a corset under her dress. Yeah. Which is still the pretty pleated dress she was wearing in the previous episode. I love it. But yeah, like it's the same. Waist... Yeah, it's the same exact blue dress with these beautiful hems that like pleat together and the the brooch. It's beautiful. But in this episode in particular, because she's kind of moving around and there's uneven surfaces that she's like standing on. You can see that she's wearing a corset because like at one time her hip just looks like it like springs out of nowhere. Like it yeah, just it's like like six <laughs> inches farther out. It's like than Barbie. Her face. It looks fucking Barbie. It looks like Barbie's yeah. waist. It's this tiny little waist that comes in and then just a bloop, hip. <laughs> hip. Um yeah, but it's it's also a great outfit. Like I I love whoever costumed the women in Star Trek. Like I get that it was probably just so you could see a lot of women's bodies, but like that's what I I love those costumes. Like I think we I get to see a lot of women, but because I think of, we talked about this in our very first episode, though I think it was very intentional because women were afraid that if or men and women were afraid that if women were pursuing more masculine like STEM jobs that they would lose their femininity, and so they gave them really feminine costumes to be like. No, you could be a scientist and still real fucking hot. Like, you could still be super girly and wear black stockings and big boots and tiny skirts and still be science. Like, that's how it is. It's that was the, the whole intention. 
Yeah. I think it's also important to point out, though, like, you don't have to wear super feminine stuff to be attractive. I just happen to really like, like, over-the-top campy feminine outfits because I'm very into burlesque. Like, Sarah loves drag queens. Like, I love drag queens. Yeah. Like I like, like, I basically just, like, bodysuits with tights and boots. Yeah. <laughs> like, and loud it's makeup just really big weird hair. yeah so like it's like personally i think that they could be as long as they're not wearing high waters just as attractive in like you know yeah. black pants and the colored shirt that you know all of the men wear no high but, waters yeah the, the high waters really ruin it like nobody pulls those off why is why either way there's red shirts yeah. and uh yeah. everywhere there are dicks there's just dicks 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 and they're coming up out of the ground and they're coming down from the ceiling so many flag tights and flagmites just for just so everybody knows it's a cave there's stalactites and stalagmites but they just look like dicks they're just crystallized dicks yeah sparkle uh, dicks they're sparkle dicks sparkle dicks yeah kirk waves the red shirts over to him and they're going into the caverns, and there's this moment where Christine almost falls into this bottomless pit. <laughs> but it's so dramatic, because I'm pretty sure she just, like, kicks a rock off the edge and pretends to fall. Like, <laughs> I think that was her, like, her cue. Like, that was her line. Kick rock, fall back scared. Yeah, like you like you were falling. So, um, <laughs> so, so now we know that there's a ledge here. I think that's really, like, what the point was. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and, and they they go a little farther down the cavern and there's like this spotlight that comes on them. And they're like, is that Corby? Hello, what's going on? And then the spotlight comes down and like a regular light comes on and it's this guy. And uh, we don't know him, but I guess Christine does because she's like, Brownie, where's Roger? So it's some guy named Brownie, which is a real dumb name. It's the, terrible. It's so stupid. And then we hear this ridiculous yelling in the background. This is like, oh, and some rocks tumbling as one of the red shirts falls into the bottomless pit. Matthews. It was Matthews. Ma Matthews. Falls he, had, he had the name. The other Sorry, one had Matthews. a name. We just didn't write it down. No, I don't think they ever said it. No, they did. They called. They, he said, I'm going to call blah, blah, blah. And then he asked blah, blah, oh. blah about Matthews. I just it was so it. important that twice we heard it and didn't give we a shit about it. So. All right. so I think it was just fair. Why write it down? Okay. So uh, he's fallen into a dicks, bottomless dicks, pit. Dicks, 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 <laughs> falling from the ceiling. Okay. Um, and then this <laughs> Nosferatu looking bitch with like massive padding. He's like wearing yes. football gear under this amazing vampire outfit with like this like contouring on his face like for days. Yeah, that was like the best the it was the absolute best makeup that has been in the show so far. Because uh -huh. like we've had standard makeup and we've had some like really costumey aliens, but this was actual like they probably used a stencil to put on some purple contours and swirly yeah. things. It was it was nicely done makeup. He was, yeah, and he was wearing, like, gear under his, he was swole. He was a swole yeah. motherfucker. And he- It was padding. Like, they just put a bunch of couch cushions, just like, like a dry queen. He's, like, <laughs> sneaking off into another cavern in the background so nobody sees him. But he, I think it's implied that he has pushed Matthews into the bottomless pit. Yes. 
And Brownie says, that's unfortunate, but you guys are going to have to come with me because Corby's waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and and sucks. at this point, Christine's like, Brownie, don't you recognize me? And he doesn't at first, which no. is kind of foreshadowing. Um, yeah. But then he's like, oh, Christine, yes. And then they're like, come on. And uh, Kirk is like, let me radio, blah, blah, blah. I think the problem is, is I didn't write his name. Yeah. Who's had a name that they need full security um, from the Enterprise. And then the guy's like, okay, cool, whatever. And he goes and hangs up. And then uh, the Nosferatu guy comes. I just, I just, him. for the record, I think he actually calls the Enterprise and not just that guy. I think he calls up to the Enterprise and is like, hey, full security detail. Cause he's like real suspicious. Like, I don't think he calls. The red shirt. No, I don't think he point. got because otherwise we would have had a full security detail on No, he tells him to like be on alert. I'm pretty sure. He's just like, hey, uh, I just want like get it together, wait for my call. Because uh, he feels real suspicious. Because later he calls to the guy and the guy doesn't respond. That's there's, true. Because there's no response at this point. Like, well, I think somebody says something. We just no, they they have a conversation it. at this point. Yeah. At this point, he's like, hey, I wanted to, like, you know, something about the full security detail from the Enterprise. Yeah. And you wouldn't um, call one dude for a full security detail. Yes, he would, because the show doesn't make any sense. Oh, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> but I, I don't think that's what happened. Just. <clears throat> so I don't know what happened. Okay. Either way, Nosferatu puts his hand over the Redcoat's mouth and, like, pulls him off the screen. And at this point, you're not sure if he killed him or if he just incapacitated him, but he's yep. gone. Yep disappeared uh, yeah he's just disappeared and brownie's like no your friend's dead i definitely promise like let's go and uh he's leading them to corby i guess and he's explaining really boring stuff about the culture on the planet that doesn't matter and he's like everyone lived underground and this proves like some boring theory that corby had that no one cares about yeah, and my way, my notes just say brownie boring. He's boring. It was so. But stupid. we did learn during this um, that Christine was taught by Corby, and that's how they met, and then fell in love because, like, they do say that cool. brownie like before he gets super boring, he does say what that. Is it with all of the professors from Starfleet fraternizing with their students. 60s yeah. <laughs> twice it's been mentioned maybe we should drink for that well it's, sexual harassment wasn't a thing yet yeah so this is fine so they go through the sliding glass door into a room with some furnishings and another sliding glass door opens and a younger woman not a little girl just a younger woman she's younger than christine my notes say beautiful brunette yeah, and she's very pretty. Um, and she is wearing the fucking cool. Actually, did we notice if these were high waters? Because they're definitely a pantsuit of sorts. I did not take the, I don't. I don't feel like they ever showed what her feet, her feet looked like at all. Oh, interesting. It's a. It's yeah. an amazing outfit. Like one leg is blue and one leg is brown, and it like. I I want to point out real fast that Sarah and I have a different definition of amazing. <laughs> I loved it. I'm yeah. going to call it a, I called it a talk about pantsuit overalls because yeah. spectacular. And I call them pants for alls. <laughs> pants for alls. Yeah. They're pants for alls. Pants for alls. So for men. Uh, yeah. I mentioned that word. I mean, one man was wearing it. He, okay. 
we'll, we'll talk about what it is and then we'll talk about what the guy was wearing. Okay. So it's like one leg is brown and one leg is blue and then it crosses in the front and it comes up in these two strips that just go over her boobs. Yeah. And they go over her shoulders and then they go straight down her back and they button to the back of the pants. And she's yes. not wearing anything underneath. So it's just Neat. like these two straps that cover boobs. Yeah. And you can definitely like, you can't see any midriff or anything. So it's like the the straps go up basically from the waistline. They come up and then they cross over over the shoulders. Yeah. And like if to she cover makes, the boobs. Yeah. Like if she makes boobs. one fucking wrong move, the whole thing's coming down because if yes. her shoulders come down the pants are dropping too like it's like oh yeah suspenders and trousers like there's it's, just the whole thing's gone it's the really like it looks cool in theory and then you wear it to your halloween party and you're the person who can't do anything all night yeah. because if you move too much you're gonna flash everyone yeah but brownie is wearing basically the same thing but he gets a black shirt underneath yeah and it's sewn into the black shirt it's not even like he has to struggle with straps no, he There's, doesn't. He just There's... has to, like, I'm sure, well, he probably can't pee by himself. Or maybe they just made him pants. I don't even know. But I know that it's not, like, Aaron. he has the exact Aaron. same thing. What? He doesn't have to pee. Spoilers! Oh! oh Sarah! I'm sorry! <laughs> it's true, though. Maybe <laughs> like, that's why it wasn't taken into consideration, because he doesn't have to pee! He doesn't have to pee. <laughs> We're about together, guys. Don't worry. Shh, oh, yeah, it's not too much of a spoiler. Come along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I I could. I mean, wearing the girl's outfit to pee would be awful. Absolutely. Because you would have to. Yeah, it's a romper that like you have to unbutton from the back and then the throw back. the straps over and then pull down. And then sit on the toilet naked. Yeah, and then sit <laughs> on the toilet naked and then get them sons of bitches back over. And, like, make sure they're balancing perfectly on your shoulders. Like, I can't even wear yeah. a spaghetti strap shirt no. without having to pull up my straps all the time. Could yeah. you imagine if my strap literally was what was covering my boob? Like, Mine are too unruly for that. There's no <laughs> chance that this strap... Yeah, Never like, a, some sort of, like, strap of material. Like, I... There's no chance that that little strip of material is going to hold those things... That's not how this works. It's not how it works. But the dude, like, he has the same outfit, but it's also like a turtleneck long sleeve shirt. So if he did had to pee or have to pee, like so many people do, I just don't think he could. Like, the more I think about it, that it's like Kendall. It's probably just all like velcroed up the back. Yeah, (laughs) it like very clearly was not a human because there's no chance he could pee. Maybe there was a zipper and he peed all over himself. (laughs) I guess. Maybe it just has like a little flap in the front. We couldn't see the buttons under his crotch. Yeah. Either Let's way. go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> her and... name is Andrea. She like comes Andrea. out and introduces herself. Yeah. And uh, Christine is very not into Andrea. Um, oh, yeah. There is so much side eye in yeah. this episode. It but is Andrea's a lot. Like, oh, you must be Christine. That's a beautiful name. And then she says, I don't remember him mentioning an Andrea. And she's like, but you're exactly like he described you. So like, obviously he's talked to Andrea about Christine, uh, but Christine has no idea who she is or why she's here. Um, And then Corby comes out and he's like, I'm looking forward to, and then he sees Christine and he stops talking and he like runs up to her and he smooches her. 
your mouth. And it was like, it's like the 60s kiss that's supposed to be passionate where they just like smash their faces together and go like aggressively smash their teeth together. It gets so weird. (laughs) It was was a dramatic kiss. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So they they have their kiss and they're reunited and then Brownie tells Corby that's his name that they they lost a man in the caverns and he's like I'm I'm so sorry like they can be unpredictable these caverns and Kirk's like well I want to call the ship and Corby's like I'd prefer you not do that and then they get in this back and forth and he's like why can't I call my ship and then Brownie's like basically like freaks out and he's like he pulls a gun out and he's like no communications like you can't call the ship and then then, uh like i think they send andrea over to kirk to do something like try to like stop him from from like communicating with the ship yeah grab his communicator and he like grabs her arm pulls her in front of him and like holds like a phaser to her and he's like oh, using her as a like shield. In a, yeah, like a hostage. Like she's a human shield. Yeah. Obviously. A human. Sarcastic <laughs> shield. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay, so my notes literally just go Kirk takes Andrea's human shield, rolls, and then there's a Nosferatu muscle tussle. So No, no, that's not what happens. More it's more important. So what happens is he's like walking with her kind of backwards towards the door and over to the side and like pulling her along. Cause it's like a hostage situation. He's got the phaser on her. And then instead of like going out of the door, he throws her back like to the side behind him. And then he does what Sarah called in the second watch, uh, evasive maneuvers. Evasive maneuvers. And he just, for some fucking reason, <laughs> rolls to the side. It's like, like behind a, a desk. Yeah, behind. Well, I think it's like a table, but it's just like instead of trying to go out this very obvious exit that he just threw a girl at, he's just like roll forward. Ha! Like, like I, can't, I can't leave Christine here. Yeah, just but it's like a child somersaulting. Oh yeah, it's look so what I did. It's, it's like so... when you get your kids gymnastics when they're like four, and it's like the yeah. very first move that they learn to do the somersault. Yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Like, he has done, there's zero point to this happening. But if you're going to, like, if if you're, for some reason, watching this show based on the things that Sarah and I tell you to Google later, this is the moment that you need to Google. Like, this is, because you get to see both (laughs) Andrea's outfit and you get to see whatever the fuck that was. Whatever that maneuver was. Yeah, evasive. (laughs) An evasive one. And then Nosferatu comes in and they have a muscle tussle. And in the chaos, they shoot Brownie. And he falls in the the tummy. In the tummy. tummy. They shoot him real good. And somehow, having shot the robot, this like stops all of the fighting magically. Um, And so what happens? He's they they shoot him because we didn't know he was a robot. I know, but like that wouldn't really stop. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, he's a robot. I should stop trying to fight for my life. No, it opens up like robot guts. Yeah. In Brownie. He's laying on the ground and there's all these like, they're they're not current computer parts at all. They're like actual circuits 
like yellow and green circuits like on a circuit board instead of being you know like motherboards have those but there's so many other components to a computer that and most like modern iterations of androids have all these high-tech looking stuff and this is like literally just circuits yeah he has nothing that would be like organs or anything like that no no fake blood no Uh, but like like what happens is they're in a fight they shoot him and then you see that he's a robot and suddenly they're not fighting anymore i think it's so shocking because they had no idea that he wasn't a human and Kirk sees that and he shocked into submission. Yeah, cannot compute. <laughs> Does not compute. Does not because compute. that's not a human. That is not a person that he's been interacting with. And so like his reality kind of just got shablammed because, you know, he didn't know about androids and that they were real. And suddenly Before one's dead data. in front of him. Like Yeah. 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 This is pre other androids that are super cool on Star Trek. So yeah. Okay, I'll allow it. Cause so, like, that must have been a big shock to find out that Brownie was yeah. a robot. And so we get a call to the Enterprise. I think the Enterprise is calling Kirk. And it's Spock who's on there. And then Nosferatu is speaking as Kirk, like, kind of tricking him by copying his voice. And he says that things are fine, everything's good, and blah, blah, blah. And so once he hangs up with the ship, then Corby's trying to explain to Kirk that everything's okay. I really, uh, I feel like I need to point out right now, his name is Ruck. He is not Nosferatu. They haven't introduced his Ruck. name yet. I eventually get his name written down here, but I hadn't told anybody his name was Ruck yet, so I was just calling him Nosferatu. Nosferatu is Ruck. He He's imitates Ruck, the fine. captain, tells Ruck. Spock, all cool. That's not as cool of a name, but... Okay, so Ruck is his name, and he is a... <laughs> <laughs> he has uh imitated the captain to There's... Spock. Yeah. Sorry. And then uh he goes through a like so uh Corby comes in or like you see Corby, he's been there and Corby's like, "Look how cool this is." And then Ruck starts imitating everybody's voice. He can do anything perfectly. Well, Kirk does make a note like I know like he knew Corby's reput- reputation and like none of what he's doing right now makes sense. Yeah, and then uh, and Corby's just like, you just don't get it. It's so cool, and that's yeah. when he starts showing off how good he is at impressions. Yeah, um, like this needs to be protected. This is the coolest shit ever. Yeah, I'm a super scientist, and he's this like is a, super he's science like a comedian. That's not funny. Yeah, that's so exactly funny. what he's like, <laughs> and it keeps going, and you're just like, God, he's like, look, I can sound like. I can sound like you, and I can sound like Corby, and I can sound like Andrea, and then he's like, and I can sound like Christine. Don't Corby. mock Christine. Yeah, Corby didn't like that. Not uh, about that. Yeah. Um. And then they have this conversation. He's like, "You're never to harm her. Like, don't mock her. You're never yeah. to harm her." And then, I guess Kirk uses his like powers of persuasion to be like, "And never disobey an order." And for some no, reason, he. he- obviously rolled some stupid dice we didn't see because it was yeah. so dumb was he was like uh, also uh you aren't allowed to disobey christine ever yeah and then kirby and he was rolled a nat 20 not kirby corby he's not fucking yeah he rolled <laughs> basically kirby corby was like uh yeah you're also not allowed to disobey her for yeah. whatever reason so, that doesn't make any sense to me but fine okay he loves christine he loves her and so he says, give me 24 hours to convince you. And Kirk's just like, 
Uh, do I need to be a prisoner to be convinced? Yeah, I already think you're garbage. I don't need any more time to know you're garbage. Yeah. So Drash. they start talking about his, uh, his red shirt and he's like, uh, you know, was he killed? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, my machines saw danger to me and they destroyed against my wishes. Like, that's not what I meant to have happen. And yeah, they so, protected me. Sorry, dude. Yeah. So both red coats were dead and they start talking about how Rux also in Android, like Brownie was, but Ruck is superior. He was left yeah, behind. Yeah, Ruck is he- like, I am not, I'm not the same. Such not- superior or yeah, much, much superior. Much, much superior. He's, he's yeah. got contour, yeah. much superior. So Much superior. So wow. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> it's so, it's very awkward the way he's like, much superior. He's much superior. Okay. Much superior. Yeah. Grasp so, the English language, bruh. <laughs> so uh, Corby's talking about how he came down to the planet and Ruck was tending to all the machines when he arrived. Um, and then he built the others, like Browning. Brownie, whatever his name was. And then... Kirk's like, okay, you've convinced me that you're dangerous. And then they get in a muscle tussle. Uh, I'm convinced you suck. Yeah. And that's like the end of the scene. Yeah. Like they have a muscle tussle. Yeah. And then we flash over to Andrea and Christine and they're talking and she's like, I don't get why you're so unhappy. Um, yeah, you got your dude back. Yeah. Um, like you but you seem totally man. bummed. And you're you're back with Roger, and she's just like, "Hey, bitch, where is Kirk?" Yeah, why do you like, call him Roger too? Yeah. That's, that, yeah, that comes up. So then she's like, oh. "Are you concerned about Kirk?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm concerned about Kirk." And she's like, "Well, you should trust Roger." And that's when Christine like looks away, and she says, "Why don't you like it when I call him Roger?" And then Roger walks in with Kirk, and he says. The point is that she doesn't like it when you call me Roger. So you should call me Dr. Kirby moving forward. Yeah, so just quit being a yeah. dick. Although and- a robot <laughs> wouldn't know it was being a dick. Yeah, like it- the robot wouldn't know. And like I, like, I just appreciate that he didn't try to explain it to the robot. He was just like, it doesn't matter why she doesn't like it. Just stop doing it and call me Mr. Corby and or Dr. Corby. And mm-hmm. I just appreciate that because sometimes there are just things that make you uncomfortable and you don't know how to explain it to somebody. And if that and person it, could just stop. Yeah. And it even makes it worse when somebody else is like, oh, yeah, she doesn't like that because all this fucked up sh- shit happened. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you just have to take it a little easier around her. Like maybe just like somebody could be, like, hey, that sucks to her. Can you not? Can you, you just, just not? not do it? It's actually a really simple concept. When somebody shows you that they're uncomfortable with something, you just try not to do that thing that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like it's... a very common courtesy. Like maybe if you're, in a, if you're in a store and you're not wearing a mask and everybody around you looks super uncomfortable, you should put a mask on because there's a fucking pandemic going on. Yeah, if you're and... getting side eye, <laughs> like, bruh, come on. And you know you're getting side eye because all you can see is people's eyes and they're all uh, looking at you from the side. Yeah, and they're all mad at you. Like, <laughs> you can't see their face because we're all wearing masks, but you see some side eye. That's all you need at this point. You're going to have to get. They're also scowling at you. They also aren't smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it, that, that's not the kind of side eye that's like, hey. That's the kind yeah. of side eye that's like, you hey. fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Hey. Asshole. Hey. <laughs> Get your fucking mask on. Anyway. 
jokes. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, so Barbie, okay. Barbie comes in with Kirk and he's like, look, he's fine. Like, Kirk's fine. Um, and then he, like, creepily walks up to Andrea and starts, like, petting her. And he's like, isn't she remarkable? She's got a pulse. She loves yeah, he's talking about her flesh tones. He like yeah. caresses her cheek and talks about her flesh tones. Yeah, and he says she's <sighs> almost real. And then Christine goes, "How convenient!" Because yeah, yeah she's not wrong. I guarantee you, no. he fucked that robot five mm, years. Oh. He fucked that robot. Like, yeah, several times. <laughs> he programmed her how yeah. to fuck. Like that's. Duh. Yeah. So, uh, and he's like, "No, how could I love a robot? She has no feelings. She's only a computer. She's logical. She's not a woman." And like, basically, Flesh tones. yeah, and she just pulse. looks real. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's like, "Watch, I'll demonstrate." And then he makes her kiss Kirk. He's like, "Kiss him," and so she does. And he's like, "Hit him," and then she smacks Kirk, which I think would be really fun. I think that if we ever make a game for like a a carnival it should be like a smack kirk and cork game yep slap kirk or like kick him in the ball he's a jerk hit him yeah. in the- kirk's a jerk kick yeah. him in the ball kirk's a jerk. <laughs> no that <laughs> i feel like that is going a bit far because it is using a sensitive area against him but i will okay. punch him in the xiphoid process no problem <laughs> I, i'll i'll get him right in the rib cage in that giant fucking yeah. rib cage it's not huge. It's a big target. You'll get yeah. it. I promise. I'll definitely get it. Fuck yeah. Kirk. He's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So basically, he's explaining that she's a robot, and then Kirk is like, "If that's true, then why did they act on emotion and shoot and kill all of my men?" And they were protecting. It's yeah, Kirk is like, "That's what they were programmed to do. They're they just misunderstood." Protecting. And he's like. I'm going to answer all your questions now. And it changes scenes. And they pull out this. Yeah, it is so awkward. He's like, I'll answer all of your questions right now. Yeah. That's like, they never say that. They always say like, I'll answer your questions in like half an hour. Or, well, you know, well, I'll show you something and then I'll answer all your questions. But he's like, I'm going to answer your questions right now. He doesn't. Like, Oh, it doesn't answer any questions. Answer any yep. questions. <laughs> nope. So it just brings bring, up more questions. Honestly, it does. Yep. They bring out this like foam shaped, like it was it was foam shaped into a human, um, and they put it on this like spinny platform where there a is giant round table yeah. with a divider in the middle. And there's and on like, one side, there's like body shapes car- yeah. carved into the table, yeah, like human body shapes. So there's Big round circle, one body divider, uh, another body where it was like uh, head to toe. Yeah, they're like so, opposite directions. Yeah, and so on one side is just naked Kirk laying down with like you know the the thing that covers him holding him down like over his crotch. Right. Um, and he that's has, where like, his PP is. <laughs> his his rib cage is so much it's higher. Giant. Then his belly button, yeah, like, it's like six inches higher. Than, it's and I'm weird. not body shaming. Some people just he just has a thick rib cage. That man has like noticeable lungs. Like it is. It's not body shaming, but it is very noticeable. The oh, yeah. more you look at Kirk, you see his like he didn't work out that much because he didn't have pecs. He has like a ribs. dad bod kind of. He like, does kind of have a dad bod with giant fucking ribs. Like he is not yeah. built 
he's built like a 60s dad. He's yeah, just like exactly. pretty like trim. Ribs, like he doesn't, no pecs. No. no, yeah. There's not a lot going on <laughs> as far no as abs. muscles. Just but there's definitely ribs. ribs. So yeah, many ribs. of them. So many ribs. Yeah. <laughs> um, too so many ribs on the dance floor. Dance floor. Too many ribs. <laughs> too many <Exactly>. ribs. <laughs> uh, so the wheel starts spinning because they've, they've put Kirk on one side and they've put this foam-shaped body. Like, I, I, it's not foam-shaped. It's foam-shaped like a body on the other side. Um, and they yes. strap it all in and it starts to spin and you're hearing like, beep, boop, beep, boop, whir, 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 yeah. you know. And Andrea's is on the side and she's turning, they look like hose spigots. Well, like, like there's kids play with. There's like a red and a blue and a yellow. Like, yeah. And color. she just is like indeterminately, like there's no markings. She's just like, boop, the red one. And then I'm going to go yeah. backwards in the green one. Yellow. Like there's <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. She's Not like, blue, blue. Oh, yeah, I'm going to spin that one real hard. <laughs> like, while this is all happening, Christine's just like, what happened to you? Like, when I was in your class, you wouldn't hurt, like, an insect or an animal. Like, you wouldn't hurt anybody. Like, you'd never do something like this before. And he's just like, and this whole time it's just spinning in the background, like, slowly getting faster. And there's he's a like, sound. It's like a whirring sound wow, the whole wow, time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So... He's saying that if they had just beamed him up, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't understand it. Like he wouldn't have had time to explain or to show anybody anything. This wouldn't make to... any sense. No, no sense ever. <laughs> They've been okay, crazy. Starts spinning faster and faster and faster, and you just see like Kirk foam guy, Kirk foam guy, Kirk foam guy, Kirk foam guy, because it's like you're looking at it from above, say, and then say, suddenly... say what you were. Oh, my you notes were... are my notes get kind of problematic. <laughs> I think. I... So Not I if you would write out like Kirk foam, three more. Kirk I did yeah. add more K's. Yeah, so just add more K's to the end. My original notes went K F K F K F because you know Kirk foam, Kirk foam. Yeah. what you're looking at, and then it was like K F K K K, and then K like, K. <laughs> K. I gotta fix it. I didn't mean to stop at three K's. I just was like Kirk, Kirk, Kirk. Because that's what, I was what happens. In my mind. It's I like. Just, Spinning really fast, and it's like Kirk Fum, blah, 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 like backward, and then it's just Kirk, 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 Christine, like, well, which is your captain? And she's like, no, 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 nope, 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 nope. nope. You missed the half breed. No, I haven't gotten there yet. Because he puts all the circuits in. But he has, he does that. So he, this is before they've started doing all of the brain stuff and the organs. He says, which is your captain? She says, I honestly don't know. And he's like, and so we've got all the organs done. Now we're going to start duplicating everything else, like the brain waves, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's just stupid writing then, because why would you? Why would you do that? Okay. Yeah. I think that's yeah. all the stuff they don't have to be spinning for. I don't know. Okay. Computers. Way, I don't know. It's the future. Yeah. And then Sorry. he's like, this android's going to be so perfect that it will confuse anyone. And then Kirk's like, I have an idea, basically, in his head. 
And then he's like sitting there thinking over and over this really mean thing about Spock. And he's no, he says like, it out loud, which yeah, makes even does. less sense. Yeah, he's like saying it out loud. I don't know how nobody noticed. Yeah, like, so you're uh, annoying half breed, blah blah blah. Like this, this part I I do remember. So basically, he's explaining to Christine that now he's going to do the cortex circuits, and he's going to program the android to be just like Kirk and he's going to like make it an exact copy essentially. And so Kirk is listening to this because they didn't sedate him for any of this. Like he's oh, just been, he's, so been in, he's been spinning like a motherfucker this whole yeah. time. And so he hears that and he's, he says, uh, Kirk finds the machine bad. Uh, he feeds the machine bad Intel. And he says, uh, I, I find your, uh, sick, in- I'm sick of your, Half intrusions yeah i'm 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 sick of your half-breed interference and he repeats yeah. that to himself a couple of times like he's saying it out loud it's not even like in his brain his lips are moving this is on purpose and the guy's just like well you know what andrea Fine. rock just spin the wheel get that yep. all that so yeah that happens and then uh like christine looks at kirk and she says are you okay and he's like i think so and then it spins over and it's the other kirk and he's exactly like kirk and he's like how do you do and she's like oh, i yeah. can't tell the difference uh. <laughs> oh thank you congratulations thank you. <laughs> i did my best <laughs> i can tell i can tell back to work yeah Andrea, we've now switched over to a room with Andrea and Christine in it, and she says, I'm now programmed to please you as well. And she basically winks at Christine. I'm pretty sure she's just talking about, like, to make her comfortable. But But what I also noticed about this scene, so Christine walks in from the door, and there's a big table laid out. It's like a eight, six-person table. Um, and Christine walks towards Andrea and Andrea's like having this conversation with her and Andrea basically like takes her by the arm like you do a child or anybody you're chauffeuring and she like pulls her to where she's supposed to sit which I felt was a little uncomfortable it was very yeah. guided like you I, I don't know I think it goes back again like you should never touch people ever. yeah but she did she I think she's a robot that. But still, maybe she's programmed to be a shit bag. I don't know, yeah. but I don't so, care for people touching people. No, I don't like it either. Especially like when it. it's like obviously Christine doesn't like Andrea. Like, don't touch yeah. her. Yeah, and I is think... not comfortable to begin with. Yeah, in this really weird situation. Yeah. So then Kirk walks in uh, for dinner, wearing he his says, captain's uniform. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing his captain's uniform. He says he's on parole. I had trouble reading my note because I definitely did not spell parole right. Um, and then Pearl, Christine... Peril, right? Yes. Peril, yeah, anyway. that's the same thing. Peril yeah. and parole are actually probably very <laughs> similar. Same word. Uh-huh. Uh, they they start having a conversation, and he says, "Like I understand why you'd feel torn," and she's like, "I'm not torn. I'm just puzzled." Like he's definitely wrong, but he's still like Roger Corby. And then they call her nurse a lot, which I don't. She has a name. Like, do you call other people? I guess he does say Yalman. Either way, so like, like we have already established that she dropped her very possible career in biology. It would yeah. have been super cool 
to be a nurse so that she could come on a start like it's almost like a like instead of having your own respectable name you're called by this role that you chose yeah and she gave up what she could have had to find this buddy so she was a nurse like there there's a lot underlying there yeah he says nurse if i gave you a direct order to betray corby and then she says please don't make me do that like i'd rather you push me off the same precipice that matthews fell from and i love she used the word precipice yeah that was solid Fuck, it's so good and then they kind of like are done with this conversation she says please eat um and then he goes androids don't eat and she's like yeah Whoa! yeah and, yeah and then they're gotcha. and then he's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then the real kirk and corby walk in and the real kirk's now wearing this jumpsuit that's the same like brown on one side and blue on the other yeah real ridiculous yep yeah and Corby's like, haha, he's got the same sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, he's got everything's the same. And he's, then, such, he's also an asshole. This guy yeah. also sucks dick. Yeah, you know how you know how the real Kirk's an asshole? See, this guy's yeah. an asshole too. Also oh. a douchebag. Yeah, so uh Ooh. they kind of get in this like, I don't know, they should just like both whip their dicks out, even though they'll be exactly the same size yep. and measure them. Because, yep. like, they get in this weird conversation about what's superior. And he's like, well, I get to eat. And then the android's like, well, I'll never starve to death. And then he's but like, I yeah, I can eat well- food, you dumb bitch. He's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to starve because I can't eat food, you dumb bitch. I would honestly rather, like, I'd rather eat. I'd yeah. Fucking, if I starve Same. someday, fine. I'd rather have known what it was to drink a Rainier and eat, like, a real good burger. Like, that's 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 why we're fluffy. That's why we're fluffy. <laughs> like, I, but you know what? I'd also rather orgasm. There's just so many things about being human. A hundred percent, being a human is better. But the android's like, I'm not susceptible to all these dumb human things. Like I don't know, disease, starvation, idiot. Kirk's like, oh cool. Have you yeah. ever uh, eaten? <laughs> hmm? Yeah. And then the android's like. Well, I know. Well, actually, I think Corby says it like the android knows everything that the real Kirk knows. And then Kirk's just like, "Mm, with some interesting differences. Uh, And then uh, Corby goes off on like this weird, like a definitely like mad scientist tangent. He's like, you guys haven't guessed the best part yet. It's it's so important and so cool. And then he's like, I've only done half of what I could with this Kirk. And like the android Kirk has left the room at this point. And then he starts talking about how he could transfer souls and offer like immortality. What it means to be a person. Yeah. I could put it into a robot, to an android. Imagine if we made them better. Like the same promises that Genghis Khan and, and Hitler. And Caesar. Did he Hitler. Say Hitler? Yo, fuck yeah, he did. did yes, he? he did. Oh man! Because yep. I the person whose name you want to bring up? <laughs> like, yeah, no, he definitely dropped Hitler. Because the first time I listened to it, I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, whoa and the buddy. second time, I was like, "Whoa!" Because that. I I think what he was trying to imply was he was like, you know, they were just all trying to make people better, and I I can make people better by making them androids in my own way like uh, that's all they really want that's all Hitler wanted was for humanity to be at its best by not having gay people or or black people or Jewish 
eugenics with yeah. androids. Yeah, exactly. He, oh. he wanted to eliminate all humanity and replace them with androids. Like with it's, androids, because they're better. Because they're better. They're like people, but better. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely oh. dropped Hitler as like his, like, that's what they all wanted. All these clearly yeah. sane, cool people. It's a lot. And then he starts having this conversation. It's really with fucked Kirk. up. Yeah. About how he still, he needs some additional help. He needs like a ride somewhere and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't yeah, he, matter. He and wants the- to take over a planet so he can do yeah. this. He has to go find people so he can replace them with the androids. And he's like, yeah. hey, uh, Kirk, I, I'm not asking for like a bunch here. I just like, maybe I just want you... some people to kill. Yeah, just give me a planet and I'll uh, make some magic ones. happen. And yeah, just don't even worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> just I just need like a happy little planet. Don't it's fine. But I, yeah. I have I have a real question here. Like, do they reproduce? And if they do, is it just like they re- like record a whole new human? Or is it like they start as a baby? They like, would how does do. that work? I think what they would do is they would, I, I assume they're going to be like immortal. So they'll pick like the prime age, which to everybody is like, you know, mid 20s. Yeah. And that's like the body that they'll create. And oh, then they like shit. they like take their programming, and then they take another robot's programming, and they just like rub them together really hard, really fast. Yeah. And then they like stick Beep. both of those motherboards in the same slot. Yeah, like then... maybe slot each other real hard. Pull <laughs> <laughs> the it's in and deep. out. Maybe they don't fit, so they gotta pull them in and out a bunch. It's slot, like a slot, whole, slot. whole new level of like dildo because it like creates That's another. So another one either way so they're they're having this argument and he's saying that he wants uh he needs this help and then kirk says uh before you just wanted my understanding and he's like yeah but i really want to do this and like the whole time kirk's like fiddling with this rope on the leg of the chair and like it must be just like an like a rope that's just there for looks like i i guess it's not like structural in any way because we don't i i assume this is something maybe popular in the 60s because there are ropes tied around all of the late like in the the bridge of the leg yeah the joints and they're just like it's a full rope it's not like a pier one bullshit rope that's just stapled up and he it's like wrapped and yeah and he he undoes it and both of the end like these perfect fucking robots are right behind him they're standing behind him noticing a goddamn thing and he's just like one-handed carrying on a conversation that makes perfect sense and also untying a rope i'm pretending to do this really drunk and i can't do it i'm getting very distracted with my hand at the bottom impossible, of my chair. Is what we're it's saying. impossible. It's so fucking stupid. It's if so Harry, fucking stupid. If Harry couldn't do it drunk, yeah. it's impossible. It can't be done. It cannot be done. <laughs> <laughs> With an imaginary rope drunk. Yeah. And- yeah. I'm too distracted. <laughs> but it's really stupid. It and he dumb. gets this rope undone and he's like clutching it in his hand and these robots behind him who are perfect android beings don't they don't care. see it they don't know it they they none of their sensors have picked it up you and would so think he's, they would because like they don't have peripheral vision they see all everything <laughs> up and down like you don't have to be staring at the rope just to see that that guy's moving a bunch like if yeah. they weren't subtle hand gestures no even no, in no. the show 
he was like pulling things and it was rough. It was fucking stupid. He takes said rope from the chair and wraps it around Corby's neck and like starts. He jumps up and then he wraps it around his neck and he's gonna strangle him real hard. Yeah, but he's like backing up towards the door the whole time. And Nosferatu's like, Whoa, my my person. Like, and he's like kind of like not really knowing what to do. And so like Kirk realizes he's at the door and for some reason he just stops choking Corby and like throws Um. him at Nosferatu. Ruck. Brock, um, his name is Ruck. He has a name. <laughs> Dear Brock. Just like Luxwana has a real name, yeah. but it's hard to remember. So he throws him at Ruck and he runs away. And then Ruck's like, make sure his person's okay, you know, his human. And then he like runs off in pursuit. And then Christine kind of like stops and checks on Corby and realizes that Ruck is chasing Kirk and she goes after him and she's like, no. And she's like, I order you not to harm him, which I find interesting. Here's the thing. Had it, she wasn't in the room. There's when, no way she could have known that, that that, like, was, that happened. She, how would she know he had to listen to her? Yeah. Like that's a, according so to dumb. what we saw, like Kirk did that. And we were like, that's fucking weird. And then yes, there's been no right. other actual interaction except the part where she was like, I couldn't make that decision. Don't put me in that position because but she never learned that she had control over Ruck. Nope. So nope. it was nope. weird. I mean, I this episode's fucking stupid. Would have made more sense if she was just like, "Don't hurt him, Ruck." But she said, "I yeah. order you not." I to hurt order him. you and not to hurt him. Who would, who would use that phrasing? Not me. No, I wouldn't. I, so... And I use a lot of words all the time. So. Yeah. Either way, there's just I, my next note is dicks, 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 dicks. <laughs> there's all sorts of dicks in these caverns that they're running through. Mine was a surprisingly dicks, 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 dicks. That was. You know what? I actually have. I get really in complicated. Quotes. Oh no, I don't. I wrote that in quotes. Never mind. Everybody, ignore me. What? Who would do that? It doesn't matter. So um, at this point, Kirk's kind of like hiding behind um, some styrofoam rocks, and he reaches up. And wraps so, his hands around this pause. This the the second part that you should Google or look at the Instagram because I did post pictures of this. Okay. This is actually like the second best part. Like there are two parts of this episode that actually mattered. One was Andrea's outfit, and the other one yeah. was what Kirk pulls off his oh, well, leg. Andrea's outfit and Kirk's role, his evasive maneuver. Oh yeah, uh, but they were in the same scene. So. They were in, the same. and then this one, and with the delight, the beautiful, the beautiful crystalline dick that Kirk wraps his hands around and pulls from the ceiling. It's not even subtle. It, there's <laughs> balls. Like, there's balls on it, guys. There's He's like balls. holding this dick. He cradles. He's like he cradles the crystalline and dick. Like, the dicks are like around his hand. There's like yep. balls are like around his, and it's just like. So perfectly fit into. He definitely holds the shaft by the balls near his face. Yeah, I have that picture. I also posted that picture where (laughs) it's just him like cradling the balls with the dick by his face, looking kind of scared. And then Ruck is in a different part of that cavern, pretending to be Christine. He's using his impressions. 
And he's like, I can help you, Kirk, blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Kirk, come to me. This isn't a trap. Yeah, everything's fine. We're great. And then Kirk's like, uh, Christine? But knowing that it's not Christine. Now that sounds like bullshit, so. Yeah. And, and he's then, like, oh, hey, yeah, Christine, I need yeah, help. Oh, buddy, I'm over here. And so then Rep goes over there. And what does Kirk do? He dick slaps him in the face. Dick slapped. Muscle tussle over the dick. He he tries to dick slap him, but Ruck is just like, no, thank you. He cock blocks. That's what happens. He He cock blocks. He cock blocks. blocks. And then then a muscle tussle. There's a cock block, then a muscle tussle. And then Kirk falls into the bottomless pit. Um, but he he manages to hold on barely to the edge. He, um, uh, it, Lion King's the yeah, he's Lion King right now. He's, he he's totally he's totally Mufasaing <laughs> the bottomless pit. It cuts to a commercial break, or it would if there were commercials on yeah, Netflix. It blacks out it, a little bit, and then it comes back. Unlike to, me, who never does that. No, <laughs> it comes back to Ruck, and he's lost all of his contouring. Yes. It's so bad. The lighting is terrible because he, like, you can see his eyes are very purple, but all of his, like, beautiful contouring that I'm sure took somebody hours to put on. It's very washed out. It looks terrible. It's like they Um, just put the gray on and, like, some purple and they were like, whatever. Yeah, it's terrible. It looks awful. And so he's, like, trying because he has the order to protect. Uh Uh-huh or the order to follow Christine's order. And he has Christine's order to uh, not hurt Kirk. And so you can like, at one point you see his eyes, like just going back and forth. Like, I don't know what to do. This is so many conflicting orders. I can't protect and let this guy live and blah, blah, blah. So he has to make a choice. And he chooses. And he chooses, which is, I don't know the choice i, I mean, not, made not what i would have done <laughs> I like, yeah i probably would have i would have i would have scarred all over that situation yeah yeah i'm gonna scar that shit the bottomless pit of yep stampeding doom and destruction i don't know yeah so he pulls him up but you can tell like kirk has been standing <laughs> on a ledge yeah and he jumps he just like kind of kicks himself up a little yep. bit like it's- yep and and the yeah. dude clearly like lifts him up, but there's there's some. It's like assistance. It's like when David helps me out of the hammock. Like part of it's <laughs> me, like I'm helping, but like David was. It looks like David yeah. helped me, but I probably could have tr- done it on my own, but I didn't want I to. Tried. <laughs> yeah. He tried. I don't know. Our trides together made magic happen. Yeah, our <laughs> trides together made me yeah. not be in the hammock and made yeah. Kirk not be in the hole. Oh. And that's the important stuff. Yeah. Sarah, I'm just gonna. This show is terrible. I love it. No, it's no, you don't, Sarah. Oh, I thought you meant too drunk to trek. No, I love the podcast. Star Trek: <laughs> The Original Series is not good. Yeah. Well, considering like we've had, we've needed like trigger warnings in two of the six episodes we've done. So yeah, far. and this one, this great. one, this one actually should have a trigger warning. Yeah, if you're going to actually watch it, I think it needs a trigger warning. Yeah. I feel like if we just explain it, it's not as bad. Yeah, no, no. But if you actually want to watch it, if you want to watch yeah. it, you should definitely, like, we should include that, like. Your trigger it's... warning is if you want to watch this, 
there's yeah. a scene you can skip and we'll tell you when it is. Yeah. Like, and don't, you don't have to be a part of that at all. But yeah. it's definitely like, this is a terrible show. I, I, God. I hate that it was, it was, that was okay. That was progressive. Oh, I know. But <gasps> good job, us. Look what we're doing for the rest of you. <laughs> yeah. So you don't mm. got to deal with it because it's fucking rough at points. All right. So they <sighs> jump and jump. And yeah, then so I saved. dip, you dip, we dip. Yes. And we are back on Put the your ship. hand up on my hip. <laughs> and so <laughs> fake Kirk has gotten onto the ship and Spock's like a little confused by what's going on. Yeah. And Kirk's like telling him kind of what the plan is. We're going to pull Corby on board. And these are the things we're going to do because like they think yes. that they're going to get to go on this trip to this other planet. Um, yeah. And then Spock's yeah. like, okay, but like, why? And then Kirk yeah. says, mind your own business. I'm sick of your half-read interference, which is yeah. like the thing that was put into his brain by Kirk to kind of like trigger Spock. Yeah, by real this. Kirk. He was like, yeah. I'm going to implant the most racist, racist fucking thing I can think of. Because <laughs> so that's how Spock is going to know it's not me. Because yeah. I'm going to be super racist. Yeah. Because <laughs> Gary yeah. and I discussed, like, he couldn't have been like, I'm still on the planet. I'm still on the planet. I'm still yeah. On the planet. Yeah. This isn't not me. Not real Kirk. Is not me. real Kirk. Yeah. I'm not the real Kirk. This is a fake. I'm an android. I'm an android. Like, I'm an android. I'm an so, android. So many variations of no. like, and, and this, I, I believe goes back to our point that Kirk has every opportunity to like, not be shitty. And he chooses to be shitty every fucking time. Like his base instinct is to be real shitty. It's so terrible. I think he was trying to make it like insidious, like to the point where like it was in there. He was tapping into his own racism. Well, but something that could like trigger it almost like he knew that Spock would do something that would trigger probably a feeling he actually has inside that he doesn't say out loud. Racism. uh, His internal (laughs) racism and made it external to let Spock know that this particular Kirk can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Yeah. He has to openly hate you. Yeah, this Kirk openly. Yeah. The fact that you're not 100% human. This is is openly racist Kirk. Yeah. That's where we're at. So Spock's like very taken aback. And then like Kirk's like. But he actually, Kirk, Spock does a great job. He's just like, huh. Well, Hmm. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say openly. Like he's as openly as, you know, Spock has ever been about something. Like he looks. He's just like confused. he, He makes like, he makes a confused face and then he's like, well, that doesn't seem right. And then he uh-huh. like immediately falls in line. He's like, "Yeah, no, everything's cool." Like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're and then sounds great. Uh, Kirk does say, "Oh, you look upset. Is everything all right?" And he's like, mm-hmm, "Yep, totally yep. fine." And then cool. and then Kirk walks away. And then Spock calls security, and he's like, "Hey, um, I want like after Kirk beams down, like we need a full security detail and all." Yeah, this as stuff. soon as this douchebag is gone, I need yeah. full security to full security his ass because yeah. that was garbage. And so at this point, we flash to the bad Kirk, I guess, um, the android Kirk and Corby, and they're like conniving about their great plan and patting each other on the back. And then it yeah. flashes to Kirk in a bed. And at this point, everybody can just fucking fast forward about two minutes. Yep. I don't even, we podcast. don't even want to talk about it. We're not even <laughs> going to talk about it. 
Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, I'm I, the think, I, think, I think we can just say kind of what happens and not explain how fucking creepy it was to see it um, acted out. Because she's, uh, Kirk, she's so here here's what I'm gonna try to do. Okay. Kirk basically, uh Andrea comes into Kirk's quarters and she she's like food, I think. Yeah, hey, cool. How how you how's everything going? And he essentially tries to get her to feel emotions. Yeah, he's and, like trying to like break her programming. I yes, think. and it works. I think that's what happens. Yeah, it, but he because, just does it in a very aggressive way that you don't yes. need to see if you yeah. don't want. You to. don't have to watch it. Like it's nothing I ever want to say again. And so that's that, that's like the whole scene though. Is like he's just yeah. trying to be like I'm gonna make she's gonna be so attracted to me that she'll feel feelings. Right. So that's I stupid. I'm going to explain it like this. You know how Kirk used his internal racism to let Spock know that he was an android? He yep. used his internal misogyny yep. to break the androidness that was in Andrea. Yep. Like, oh, Andrea, android. I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's exactly what happened. It was it was yeah. terrible to watch. Oh, God. You, I would. It. It was, gross, 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 gross. It's terrible. It, like it all boiled down to like Kirk is so sexy that he could make an android feel feelings. Bow, bow, bow. <gasps> it was and awful. Or, or possibly he could make her realize she had feelings for Corby. Like, because like that's I think she's dealing with conflicting feelings. Oh, she definitely has feelings for Corby, and yeah. that. Like we already kind of find saw that a out, bit. and we find it out later on too. But I don't think that's what Kirk's trying to do. I don't think that's what he's like. He's trying to break her programming, though. but he's does, like, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. She, I, she, she says at one point, "I'm not programmed for you," which to for me, Kirk, yeah, that's what. I, yeah, so yeah. it sounds to me like she she feels like her programming and her love is for Corby. Either way, it's so fucking terrible, guys. Don't that's, that's a pretty good point. I'm not. Oh God! You just brought me in on a whole little creepier level. I'm yeah. not programmed for you. I'm not programmed for you. I'm programmed for. She's. I just. I just am reminding myself she's a robot and like trying to make that. It's not good. I'm gonna put a trigger warning on it. I'll just be like, whatever, guys. It's terrible. Don't watch it. Should it's awful. It's yeah. really fucked up. So either way, but... at this point, she's like, no, I'm not programmed for you. And she goes to like leave and she leaves the room and uh, Ruck sees her like leave in a panic. And then he gets in a muscle tussle with Kirk. Yeah, he throws him quite a bit, quite a minute. Yeah, he like fucking throws him, which is probably the best thing to come from the scene. Like as uh, soon as yeah. you see so Ruck far. go into the room, that's when you hit play again, because then you get to see Kirk fly. Yeah, bed because he got fucking shoved. Yeah, it was meters. Yeah. It was good. Fuck Kirk. Fuck Kirk. Um, <laughs> Piece of shit. And then yeah, he <laughs> to try and break Ruck's programming by being like... Then he confronts Ruck. Yeah, he's like, what happened to the old ones? He's like, did they do... Did they make androids too well? They grew... F and then like Ruck's like, yeah, they grew fearful and they turned us off and blah, blah, blah. And then... Like Kirk's like humans were unpredictable, and then he's like, yes, yes, because he's yeah, like, unpredictable. Like, Ruck remembers as though like computers forget things that are. I know that was back. one of the more annoying points of this. He was like, oh, I know I've been here for centuries, but 
I totally forgot that we were made by these other people. And then they try to kill us and like all this other stuff happened. Like he just suddenly remembers as a computer, like he couldn't access that database. Like what? Like he's, it's not a human brain. Like things in the past. I guarantee I could, yeah, I can pull up my space right now and it's going to remember. If I can remember my password. Yeah. It's going to, it's still going to be there. Cause that's how computers fucking work. They don't forget shit. And the internet is forever. Yeah, it's forever. Thank yes. God, this is God damn terrible. <laughs> uh, and then he says, uh, "Yeah, Kirk, you're inferior." And he's like, "Yeah, but so is Corby." And he's like, "Yeah, but Corby programmed me." And then he starts like really getting like crazy into it. And he's like, "I remember existence surpasses or cancels out my programming." And like he's like getting mad at Corby for cancels like, out sur- or survival cancels survival. out programming. Yeah, existence and survival cancels out programming. I think is what he said. Yeah, and then and then Corby walks in the room and he's like, "Oh, hey, Ruck, by the way, blah blah blah." And hey, bro, like, I'm mad at you. And then Fucking Corby like pulls out, he pulls out a phaser. And did you guys know that phasers can just disappear, people? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that it was stun when it goes. And then they fall, or and they fall and they're dead. Like, and you don't really get to know, but apparently, you can just green, you can make them green, and then they disappear. And then they disappear because that's exactly what Corby does. He disappears, Ruck, with a phaser. Yeah. Um, and then they get in another muscle tussle, and they're like, they're like muscle tussling into this other room. And this is Kirk and Corby. And then the door like closes on Corby's arm, and he pulls it out. And then you suddenly see that his hand, like the skin's pulled away, and he's a robot. Guys. He's a robot. He's a robot the whole time. The whole time. The, the whole, whole time. fucking time. And I never like, could have guessed that. What a I twist. Didn't. What a twist. I just <laughs> didn't think the show could be that clever, even. First of all, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but also, yeah. uh, it tracks. So, <laughs> he like holds out his like weird, shaky, broken hand to Christine, and he's like, "It's still me. I'm still me. But I was here on this planet, and I was freezing, and I was dying, and I had no choice." He lost his legs, and he's like, "I only oh, yeah. had my brain." So I had to make a choice. Um, yeah. And he's like, I can I can repair this hand like most people can set a broken finger. And, and he's, he's like, like flapping his hand skin at her. Skin at her. You guys can't see me, but I'm wiggling my hand in front of the yeah, microphone. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got closer to the microphone. So it would make more sense. It's no, I definitely point. like it's I'm flapping my skin flaps. Yeah, okay, my skin flaps in front of it. <laughs> yep. There. And same dude. Like, I can I can repair it and I can make myself maybe even better than before. Maybe I'll make and, this forty years younger and hot. Yeah, I don't know. And so Andrea, like, there's like this buzzing sound, and he's like talking to Andrea, and he's like, like over like a communicator, and he's like, Andrea, there's somebody in the like front area, like you know, make sure to check on them and take care investigate. of it. Investigate. Yeah, investigate basically. Um, so she grabs. What I'm pretty sure is just like the garden hose that you can set to like shower. Oh yeah, it's dream. one of the fancy ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of them fancy ones with all the settings, but it just yeah. like screws onto the top of your hose. But 
Yeah, like, no, it's it's, it's one of them good on. ones though. It it's like like the Karen shower or F the pose. Fuck you, Carrie. I have one. Well, I'm sorry, Karen. <sighs> Think you are so into your garden. I have to water my hops. <laughs> so didn't, didn't you like they almost they you didn't even know they were coming up. They did come up, though. They're here this year. I wish to send you a picture. They are beautiful. My hops are beautiful, and I water them with my... But she didn't do that on purpose. She did that on purpose, like, two years ago. No, my Don't... dad got them for me last year, and I didn't know they were going to come back, and they did, and I was very excited. Came back. Don't let her fool you, though. She's she's a Karen with her I... garden. <laughs> yeah, garden. sorry. I'll about my you... garden. I'll talk to your manager. Okay. I... <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Hi, my manager. <laughs> Hi, my manager. I get mad at myself often yeah. about my garden. Anyway, <laughs> so Andrea's like grabs her gun and she goes to investigate and she bumps into Android Kirk and she thinks that it's re like real Kirk and she's she says again like like kiss me or something and then I he's think, like I think she's like sort of feeling emotions like that's the point they're trying to make like she's like. I want you to kiss me. And he's yeah, like, Yeah, and he's like, illogical. Yeah, this does not compute because she's already been broken and he brand new. Oh, yeah. Okay. If has anybody, if anybody who listens to this has played Detroit Become Human, he's basically doing to these androids what happens to the androids in Detroit Become Human, where you like break through the barrier and then like you have emotions, which by the way, that game's so worth playing. Um, it's, it's a million so times better. Stupid. That whole idea is dumb. It's a million times better than this uh, this particular episode of Star Trek. Yeah, People first of all, if Detroit become human, you don't know. If it's I had beautiful. to make out with Kirk, I would be mad about it. I would never be like, that was a really great idea, and now I feel a lot of feelings, and you know I'm what, so Carrie? confused about my feelings. If I had to make out with Kirk, I would say, push me off the same precipice as Matthew's. <laughs> <laughs> You should, you, you should tweet that to William <laughs> Shatner because he's alive. He still tweets. I feel I would feel bad saying that to William Shatner. I'm sure pushed me off the same precipice. <laughs> he just he... happened to play like a misogynistic, racist asshole that I hate. Oh like, no, I'm pretty sure that's. I mean, oh, he's he. No, I don't. I don't know for sure, but he's definitely hit and miss. Uh, she has killed. She she asks Kirk to kiss her, and he's like, "This is illogical." And then she shoots him with her garden hose gun, pew, pew. um, and he disappears because that's pew. what happens now when you shoot people. Yeah, they turn green and then they're gone. <laughs> they, they're gone. They just disappear. And then she goes to kind of report what's going on, and Kirk's like trying to break Corby's programming. Yes, and she comes in and she's like. He tried to escape, and then she sees Cap like Captain Kirk. She's like, "Wait, like the real what? Kirk, yeah." And that he's she's like, in love oh, with, yeah. Oh, your perfect machine doesn't quite, didn't quite do things perfectly, did it? And then, so he starts not computing because it's that easy, apparently, to break a machine, break an android. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, it is. Yeah, I guess. And then you just have to like contradict the programming. And yeah, if it and can't make a logical sentence out of it, then it's all broken. It's and it's broken, and it'll give you the phaser apparently because yep. it does. Yep. Yep. Um. And but then Andrea still got her gun, and she's like, 
um, I must protect you. I love you. And Corby's like, you can't love. You're not human. And then they kiss. And then Corby, like, pushes the button on her gun and shoots them both and they disappear. And then Spock comes in. <laughs> like, it's all, it's a, a lot Corby of things shoots in a them. couple minutes. Spock comes. Yeah, Spock comes in and he's like, is everyone cool? And then... No, like, nobody's here's... fucking cool. We actually just w- witnessed, like, an actual trauma. We've been through a very a traumatic event. It was None of us robots, are cool. but it was weird. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but holy fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, he's like, where's Corby? And then Kirk's like, Corby was never here. And they go back to the ship. And Kirk... True. This is actually the miracle of the episode is Christine tells him basically, thank you for letting me make this choice. Like, I think I made the right one. And she walks away and he let her finish her sentence. The whole, the whole sentence. The whole sentence. She had a thought in her brain times and she said it out of her mouth hole and Kirk never once made her stop talking. It was insane. I don't even... I'm so proud of him. Like, I shouldn't be because he did a lot of other shitty shit. She she does say that she's going to stay with the ship. That was her whole point. She's going to stay there because, you know, like, that would be, like, what she had said was essentially at the beginning, like, she became a space person because she wanted to try to find her fiancé. That was her whole reason for being a space person. And so now she knows that he's dead, which is yeah. going to take a lot of therapy, honestly, because she thought he wasn't dead. Like, she thought oh, he yeah. was dead, maybe. And then he actually maybe wasn't it, dead. Honestly, probably could have used therapy even before he was dead because he was her professor. But a hundred percent. There's again. so much therapy. <gasps> so she she basically was like she had to choose. And I don't think that I would make that choice like immediately after coming aboard, I might have waited and had some therapy first. She's like, no, I'm going to stay. Like, this is good yeah. enough. Like, I definitely I don't, don't want to pursue my career in biology that I was well, really cool I at. I don't think that we should consider being a nurse on the Enterprise, like, not a worthy career. Oh, no. It's fucking amazing. You're in yeah. goddamn space. <laughs> that would be fucking spectacular, too. Yeah. It's just not yeah. what she had originally yeah, like, that wasn't her plan. She yeah. put it aside for a boy. Boy's dead. I was still pretty cool. To, to stick yeah. with this career in space, which if I could go to space, as long as I could like bring David and maybe my animals, which I'm sure they'd let me mm. on the Enterprise. I mean, I probably. Mean, Let's go. Cat, so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So mm. uh, we do have one more thing that happens. Yeah. So Bach Kirk- is a little. He Kirk's getting in his chair, in his captain's chair, and Spock is beside him, and he's like, um, did you need to be a dick bag? It's like, did you you have to? Kirk says, are you bothered, Spock? Is something bothering you? And Spock says, I've been thinking a lot about how you use the term half-breed. And he actually says, I'm dismayed by your use of half half breed he says yeah. it's an unsophisticated term yep and I, I actually wrote that down the second time because i like it is it's a fucking shit it is really it's say. vulgar it is vulgar yeah. 
like, that's shitty you kirk and like yeah. you know that's what he thinks in his head because it had to yeah. be subtle enough for we the have, to not realize he shouldn't say it we have talked about it so much in the eight episodes but i think this is number eight we like it has been brought up enough that Spock is sensitive that like maybe you just yeah. don't fucking say it out loud. Like, uh, like, like consider it. Like that? Yeah. And you know what? You know what Kirk says, guys? He says, oh, it's fine. It's fine. He's just like, I'll remember that if I am, if I'm ever not a cunt. Yeah. No, that's not what he says. Somebody says, he's like, I remember that uh, next time I'm doing next something really fucking like, he gets all situation. He definitely gets all like white dude. Uh, like, oh, yeah. I'll remember your feelings next time they don't apply to me. Like, yeah, next time I'm in something hard that's like really fucking hard, I'll think I'll give a shiva. Like, it's, it's so really terrible. Fuck Kirk. That's all. I what we say. yeah, what we learned really is that Kirk has had so many opportunities to be a decent person. And he doesn't ever take any of them at the end of the episode. Like, he's always like, I could roll this out with, like, a really great lesson where I grew and I realized, like, maybe I'm sometimes wrong and that the universe is actually giant and I could talk about this. But he never fucking does. He always ends up being like, well... Fuck you guys. It worked out for me. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. How I kind of feel about it is it's like he apologizes. And like at first, this is like an abusive relationship this entire season. He apologized for this one. He did not apologize whatsoever. He didn't apologize in this one. Uh Which Mm -hmm. is, but we're a few episodes in. In the beginning, he would do shitty stuff and then he'd be like, Hey guys, I'm sorry for the shitty thing that I did. And yeah, like, and at first bad. I was like, I I appreciate that he's acknowledging that he's being shitty and he's yeah. apologizing. And then as we've gotten farther into it, he's been less apologetic for the shitty stuff he's doing. And yeah, it's he's like, like, what well, would you do in my situation? I don't know, not be a dick bag. Yeah, oh. Feels like he's making excuses for his shitty behavior, and yeah, I don't want just... your fucking excuses, Kirk. Yeah, he's I want just you to like not be a douche. Um, I have to be a dick, and this is my role. This is my job. So why don't you just shut the fuck? Like, it's it's getting. I hope the next one we watch. I really do. This has to be like a Kirk redemption arc, or we're never gonna recover. Spoilers. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friends. It's sober. Carrie and Sarah. And uh, we, like always, just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode called uh, What Are Little Girls Made Of? that involved zero little girls, thankfully, but still oh. weird. So thankfully. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was probably the best part of the episode. <laughs> there was not a little girl in it. In nowhere in sight. What Ooh. a weird name. Why? Why? Why was that the name? I, I still know. don't know. I just don't get it. Yeah. By now, you've heard everything that we have to say, and I'm sure that as we record the podcast, that will be brought up several times, so we do apologize for that, for some redundancy, but you know us, we're nothing if not consistent. It's like they accidentally named this episode. Like, they were like, what was its name again? And they were like, was this this one? And somebody was it's like, It's because yeah, there, was, so. there was a woman that was built, an android, a, a, an adult woman android was built, but, you know, it's pretty much a little girl. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing. They built up.
things too. She wasn't even that important. No, she wasn't. (laughs) It's just, it's fucking weird. It's the sixties. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) They don't need an excuse, but thank you guys for listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry for whatever comes before this. (laughs) Your champions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Live long and prosper. Yeah.